Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled, According to the Pattern. Our text scripture is from Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 through 9. And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so shall you make it. God instructed Moses to make the tabernacle with explicit instructions. The reason for that is there are different prophetic patterns about the future within the tabernacle. The first I call the pattern of the way. The second I call the pattern of the value. And the third I call the pattern of the time. And we're continuing with the first pattern called the pattern of the way. And it's the pattern of the life of a Christian. The gateway represents the narrow way, the baptism of repentance, which brings us to Christ. It's the only way in, and there's only one way and one name whereby man may be saved. Then we get to the brazen altar, where Jesus Christ pays the price for our sin. And through the acceptance of his gift, we're baptized into the body, and we become ambassadors for him. And we continue from east to west, and we come to the brazen laver, which represents the cleansing of the water of the word. And it also represents the baptism in water, which is a way for us to show that we become new creatures in Christ. Continuing west, we come to the sanctuary, the first room being the holy place, and the door represents the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is where we're empowered for service to the Lord as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And there are three pieces of furniture in this room, On the left is the golden lampstand. On the right, we find the table of showbread. And then at the back of the room, we find the altar of incense. The golden candlestick represents the power, the light, and the fire of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That it's not by might nor by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And the table of showbread represents the body of Christ, which was crucified for our wellness, completeness, and needs in the physical realm on earth. And then we come to the altar of incense, which represents the prayers being sent from us to the throne room of God. Isaiah chapter 56 verse 7 says, Even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Yes, this is talking about the church, his house, called the house of prayer for all nations. 
The first room of the sanctuary Moses was to build for God to dwell among his people was the holy place. This holy place is the first room in his dwelling on his holy mountain. He calls his house a house of prayer, a house of prayer for all nations, and he likens prayer as a burnt offering and a sacrifice. This is the second altar of the tabernacle. The first was the brazen altar for the sacrifice for sins, and this second altar is a golden altar for the sacrifice of prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. Like the burnt offerings at the brazen altar rise up as smoke to the heavens, the sacrifices of prayer, praise, and thanksgiving rise also. The fragrance is different, though. It's likened unto incense. Psalm 141 verse 2 says, Let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. The angels offer incense with our prayers as they rise to the throne of God. Incense goes up, it smells good, and fills the room. Well, prayers go up to heaven as a sweet-smelling aroma to God and fill the throne room of heaven. The book of Revelation, chapter 8, verses 3 through 4, it says, Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. It's the sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving in the house of the Lord. Listen to Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 11. The voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who will say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy endures forever and of those who will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. For I will cause the captives of the land to return as at the first, says the Lord. So, it's the continual fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15, Therefore by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. And Jesus directed his house, which is the church, to be a house of prayer. This is one place where Jesus showed his righteous anger and his love for the church. The book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 12 through 13. Then Jesus went into the temple of God and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Prayer, praise, and worship are important to God. Only true worshipers can produce true worship. The Father is seeking such. That's found in John chapter 4, verses 23 through 24. He says, But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So are we part of the true worshipers? Is this how our Heavenly Father knows us? Kevin Connor, in his book about the Tabernacle of Moses, wrote this. He says, what is true incense? The altar of incense speaks to us of the ministry of prayer and intercession. Prior to the first coming of Christ, 
Zacharias received a revelation of the forerunner of Messiah while ministering at the altar of incense. That's in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 1 through 23. In the same way, the church will be made ready for Messiah's second coming as it enters into full ministry at this piece of furniture. If this is the case, we need to see how important this piece of furniture is in God's mind. The very highest and closest ministry in the church is the ministry of prayer, supplication, and intercession, that worship which is in spirit and in truth. He continues, The Bible teaches that the saints are to pray in the Spirit. That's out of Jude 20. And they are to pray by the Spirit. He's quoting Romans chapter 8, verse 26. The true incense is that which arises from the believer's heart, ascending within the heavenly sanctuary. It is that incense that comes by way of our great high priest, Jesus Christ. Quoting Psalm 141, verse 2, and Revelation chapter 5, verse 8. When we send up incense to the Lord, our whole nature and being must be involved. We must be saturated and permeated with the fragrance of prayer life, and the fire of the Spirit will cause our incense to ascend. God places a high premium on prayer. And he writes to note the following scriptures. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in prayers. Then, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Then, Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Romans chapter 12, verse 12, continuing instant in prayer. And finally, Luke chapter 19, verse 46, my house is the house of prayer. Notice Kevin Connor mentions this altar of incense as a place of preparation for the second coming of Christ. This reminds me of Christ's instructions in Luke chapter 10, verse 2. Then he said to him, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. The golden altar of incense is about 18 inches wide. 18 inches deep, and 36 inches high. It's also made of shittim wood, overlaid in pure gold. It sits in the west side just before the veil, into the second room called the Holy of Holies. This is the last piece of furniture in the holy place. Remember, this room represents the age of the church. Jesus is coming soon. We have a job to do, a ministry to accomplish. The baptism of repentance brought us, the baptism into the body joined us, the baptism in water showed us, and the baptism with the Holy Spirit and fire has empowered us. And this is what the golden candlestick is all about. It's the illumination and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And the table of showbread not only represents Jesus as the bread of life, but it also represents the mystery of who we are in Christ. Like the priests were partakers of the showbread, we are partakers of his divine nature. And finally, the altar of incense is the power of our prayers to the Lord in heaven. It's the operation of the church on earth until the return of Christ. And that's what the holy place represents. As Christians, should we be involved with the church of the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, it's part of the way, and it's the reason for the baptism of the Holy Spirit for empowerment to serve the kingdom of God on the earth. Let's read our text scripture one more time. 
It's from the book of Exodus, chapter 25, verses 8 through 9. It's God speaking to Moses. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them according to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. Well, this pattern is very important. It's prophetic to the time we live in today and for our future. We have moved from the east to the west, from the gate to the brazen altar of sacrifice, then to the brazen laver of cleansing, then to the door to the sanctuary of the holy place, And in the holy place, we find the golden candlestick, the table of showbread, and the altar of incense. Are you ready to continue to move west? Remember, the baptism of repentance brings us to Christ. The baptism into the body joins us with Christ. The baptism of water shows us in Christ. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit empowers us in Christ. The four baptisms of the New Testament Christian. The story continues, but we've run out of time. So tune in tomorrow at the same time, same place, and same channel. And we'll continue on our journey of the way as prophesied through the tabernacle of Moses. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.